Welcome to Gaia's Love, a podcast of brief messages to help humanity bridge the gap to the new earth. My name is Vivian Gerard. It is my delight to be a scribe for consciousness today, sharing the wisdom that flows through from source. Here we go. Episode 358. It is Friday. I have the window and the doors open. It is gorgeous here in Cincinnati today. We have the most beautiful weekend ahead from what I can tell. I mean, you never know. (laughs) You never know anymore with the weather. I could say one thing and who knows, it might rain. But in this moment, it's supposed to be sunny and beautiful and it just feels so good outside. We have had some rain and sticky warm days and so this morning's run was such a treat. Such a treat and also (laughs) this is what we're going to be talking about today. I was struggling this morning. I was struggling to get myself out of bed, to get myself moving. It took the whole run before I finally felt like I was uh, not a slug and So that feels like where we're going to begin. The title that I keep getting is You Already Know. (laughs) So um, the way to receive that title from me is to realize that I have been saying this to myself all morning. (laughs) In fact, even last night, you already know. You know better, you know more, you already know. (laughs) So as you hear it from me, know that I have already been through it for myself first. So here's the backstory. I have been really focused on uh, my health in a much more holistic way. I've been taking supplements and drops and really making it a focus that I'm getting all of my systems at optimal health. I mean, I've talked about optimal health for a while and I'm pretty good, but there's always a level of improvement that's available. And so I went to the gym last Saturday. I'm going to go again tomorrow. I've been doing my runs, doing a little bit of yoga, but the nutrient part needed a little work. And so my beautiful friend, Andrea Henkels, who I talk about often in this space, is a holistic coach, health expert, guru, the wisest one I know. And so she's been helping me with what to take. Every morning, every night, I've been doing all these amazing things. I've been feeling good. I mean, high energy, super focused, super excited eating somewhat well. I mean, you know, a few drinks here or there. By the way, this is definitely a confession space. (laughs) My friend and I were messaging each other this morning. I confessed my foods and drinks. She confessed her foods and drinks. We're like, okay, tomorrow we're going to meet at the gym and we're going to do better. (laughs) We can totally do better. So yeah, a little bit of confession here, which is only to offer you the example that sometimes sharing it with a friend (laughs) lets it move and then you can let the judgment go and you can just start fresh you just start again there doesn't have to be this whole like hating ourselves and beating ourselves up over it so yeah i've been eating pretty good a little bit of drinking you know but i've got my liver supplements (laughs) to help me detoxify and i'm drinking a whole bunch of water so i feel like i'm balancing that pretty well (laughs) 
Well, last night we celebrated my friend's 50th birthday because that's the age I'm in. We're all turning 50 together. (laughs) Mine's not till January, so I have a few more months. But last night we celebrated my friend Kay and it was so sweet, so good to be together. Of course, food is our thing. (laughs) Wine is our thing. When we get together, I should say happy birthday. Happy birthday to Kay. It's her 50th today, so shower her with some love. We've been friends since high school. I mean, isn't that amazing? Like years and years of stories and life stuff. (laughs) So last night was about the food and the alcohol and not so much the alcohol. We're much more foodie people. When I say foodie, I mean, I just like to eat. Not that my food has to be fancy deluxe versions of it. It just has to be really good food. (laughs) So last night we had just this yummy dinner. Anyway, breads and rice and pasta. I mean, like just heavier, heavier foods. And then Kay makes cakes. Oh my God. They are so good. She actually has a website. I think it's Cakes Cakes by Kay. Kay's cake, cakes by Kay's, I think. I should have gotten that before this time. But anyway, you can find it. So <laughs> she brought cheesecake. Oh my God. With homemade uh, whipped cream and then fruit on top and pecans in the crust. I mean, it was so good. And I had already finished the appetizer and the full plate of food and the salad. And then I ate this massive, massive serving of cheesecake. It wasn't a little one. It was like the size you get at the Cheesecake Factory, (laughs) except way better. So much better because it was made by her and it had all this love and beauty in it. So I ate and ate and ate and ate. And then along with that, I was drinking red wine. And then we had the bottle of Prosecco. So I just was like sugared up last night. So then I had to take a Tylenol before bed because that's what you do when you drink a little too much and eat too much sugar. And you know you're going to have a massive headache in the middle of the night. And I never take Tylenol. So I'm putting Tylenol, sugar, and alcohol all into my body at excessive levels. I didn't take the little Tylenol. I took the 500 milligrams. (laughs) Damn, true confession here. So this morning I woke up. Oh, like I didn't sleep great. Crazy weird dreams, which I think everyone is going through right now. Feels like I'm living five realities in my sleep time. And then I wake up in the morning. I'm like, oh, I'm so tired from the sleep. Tired from the sleep. Isn't that funny? But today I felt especially tired. And my husband, I think, is so tired from his week of the first week of school and students and all these Zoom videos or whatever platform they're using. Oh, so much. So we both were like, do we want to get up? Because <laughs> getting up means he goes to the gym and I get ready to go run outside. I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> but I did. I did. I got up because I already know. I already know that if I move my body, I'm going to sweat. And if I sweat, I'm going to get all the toxins out my pores, or at least the majority of them. <laughs> so I knew I had to get outside and go for the run. So I did. But it was hard. And then I had to keep walking. I was totally distracted because I didn't want to run. So I was, you know, texting with my husband and sending like pictures, you know, just completely not focused on my run. But somewhere along the way, it just started to come into flow again. You know, when, when you're in your workout and you're pushing and pushing and then there's just sort of a shift and 
everything just starts to like the energy starts to move this is how it feels to me the energy starts to move through my body it's like that motor I think we talked about this last week didn't we turning on the motor or maybe that was in the Sunday call it's like it just starts to get humming again and you can feel a little momentum building and then you sort of ride that momentum and then you fall into your own flow again you you set your current or your speed of your flow and it just starts to synchronize and that's what happened and I could feel some of the toxicity leaving but my muscles were definitely tired and I was thirsty and my head was still a little sore (laughs) and so this morning I've been very aware of the the macro view I know what I need to do And then also the awareness that sometimes I just choose to be in the moment, go with what I'm feeling, eat like a crazy person, (laughs) drink because it's fun, celebrate life, and then the next day, get it all back into order again. And so I am naming that for many reasons. One, because I know if I'm experiencing it, someone out here has a match to what I'm going through. (laughs) And two, because I know the people I've been speaking with have a match to me. And so they're going through the same sort of struggle of we've been in this reality for much of this year of kind of do what you want when you want because there isn't that much structure and we're all we were in quarantine for so long and there's all this fear so everyone kind of withdrew into their little turtle shells so that we were not feeling everyone else's fear as much and now we're coming into different um, experiences perhaps than we've been in for much of the year for sure the educational system so many people students, teachers, administrators, parents having to get into a new school routine and and have more structure and perhaps be dealing with way more humans than they've been dealing with for much of this year. And then there's all the other life things that are happening in the you know lives of the people around me that are creating some big shifts and and routines are not looking like they have looked perhaps before. The other thing for me that I notice is as I'm turning 50, as my friends are turning 50, I feel like there's this awareness of, you know, we're halfway through the expected lifespan, although that's probably not true. Maybe it's 80 is the expected lifespan, in which case I'm well past that, (laughs) well past halfway. (laughs) But 50 always feels like a significant milestone for humans. And, And in those milestones, we're offered the ability to look at what we're actually doing with our lives and feeling into, is this really what I want to do? Is this the best life I could be living? Or am I kind of half-assing it right now? Or am I really not doing anything I want to be doing? There's an evaluation that happens. And so all of that combined with Virgo season, (laughs) which is very much about details, plans, awarenesses, combined with a full moon in Pisces this weekend, which is about the subconscious and tapping into other realms, it's kind of been a hot mess. <laughs> it's kind of been <laughs> it's kind of been an up and down roller coaster perhaps for many this week. <laughs> 
for me, I felt that like super focused, super high vibration, creating amazing content. And then boom, (laughs) sluggish, not wanting to get out of bed. (laughs) Amazing individual focus time. And then like chaos and busy and lots of noise, you know, in the group event time. And (laughs) so (sighs) this journey, huh? Yeah, I bring all of this to your attention in this space because I already know what serves me in my morning routine, in my flow through my day, in my optimal health, in my focus of how I want to live my life. I already know. I already know. I know. (laughs) And yet, (laughs) I make choices to make it look like, does she know anything? What does she know? (laughs) What is she doing? (laughs) Sometimes, sometimes, especially last night, I had this huge piece of cheesecake and I, it tasted so good. Oh my God, her cakes are so good. I mean, she makes way more cakes than just cheesecakes. She did our wedding cake and it was, oh, so amazing. Each layer was a different flavor. Oh my God, I love cake so much. Anyway, I digress. (laughs) I was wanting to eat the cake, but fully aware that my body was maxed maxed on the amount of food that could fit in my stomach and the amount of sugar that I could metabolize in a short amount of time. I knew. I already knew. And yet, I kept picking the plate up (laughs) eating more of the cheesecake because it was so good. It was so good. And I feel that way when my husband and I go out and we're having dinner and we're drinking a beer and the beer is like cold and they add my lime juice that I like in it and the nachos are so good and it just it's just so good in the moment and I drink a little bit more beer maybe than I need to or I eat more nachos than there's space for in my stomach I already know I already know (laughs) you're not alone (laughs) you're not alone my friends we're all figuring this out together and this year this year of 2020 it's such a oh what would the word even be it's like an intense cauldron you know like witch's cauldron (laughs) and all these ingredients keep getting dropped in the cauldron and humanity just keeps stirring it (laughs) the stars the guides keep stirring it and then we're trying to figure out what are we making what is this witch's brew and what are we even doing with it (laughs) this questioning this constant questioning of trying to figure it all out and every time there's a new element or ingredient added it stirs the pot again and then we're trying to figure out the next step so be patient be really kind with yourself maybe if you haven't listened to last week's episode yet write it down write down what you know you need and start practicing applying those things that you know your body your schedule your routine your focus your soul like whatever is needed to help settle into this virgo season let's write it down and perhaps begin applying it what i've started doing over the last couple of weeks i've always sort of done this but it's been much more disciplined recently I guess that's Virgo energy doing its work without me even paying attention until I say it right now to you. I have been making a list the night before 
on just a piece of paper from my printer. I'll just fold it in half. And on one side of the paper, I put down tomorrow. And then the next side of the paper, I put down the next day. And so every two days I'm doing this, but I'm updating every night. And I just sort of write out my calendar, like 7 a.m. run and then meditate and, um, you know, the work things on my schedule. And then if I need to get my son from work or drop something off or everything, I just sort of put it all in one vertical flow on a piece of paper. And then as I've been going through the day, I'm just highlighting as I get things done. And it's helping me stay focused. It's helping me stay on my routine, my schedule for the day. It's also helping me see how much I get done. I get a lot of shit done in a day. And it's really satisfying at the end of the night to look at how much I got accomplished, highlighted, and then transfer whatever I still need to do to the next day. And so I feel like there's there's a... Like if I'm flowing in the current of the river of my life, I feel like this list gives me the riverbed along the sides. It, it helps me uh, guide the flow of my energy and my time. And I get the sense right now there's time. I said this in my content I was writing for my new program on my website. Time is precious. It's so precious right now for me, for all of us on this experience, on this human experience level of earth. There's only so much time that we are given in a day and in a week and in a lifetime. And I feel like many of us have sort of blindly been going along with whatever or not being fully conscious of where that time is going. And then we look back and we regret some of the uses of that time. Or we look ahead and we try to rigidly control and plan the time. And really this day, this day, this is all I know. I don't even know. Do I have till the end of the day? I think I do. <laughs> I hope I do. But none of us really know. So I, I want to be very intentional about what I'm doing with this time. And so I write in there, lunch with my son, date with Brad, you know, like I put in there those things that are really important, who I need to call, the things I need to follow up on. Yeah. So I already know. I already know. You already know. (laughs) You don't need me to tell you. I'm just reflecting what's happening here so that you can look at what's happening there. And then you already know. You already know. And if you don't know... Go back to last week's podcast and there's an energy exercise I'll take you through where you write it down and then you'll know. And it's not me telling you, it's you creating space so you can hear your voice telling you what you already know. When we were wrapping up last night, one of my friends who was here is a health coach and we were talking about meditation and she was saying something I forget how it came up, but basically I said, I already, I, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. I said, I can always tell when there's something that I need to be working on because I'm telling everybody else to do it every time. <laughs> she says, I know. She said, every time I hear myself telling my daughters what they need to do, I'm listening to it going, oh, you got to do it too. And I know I talk about that here in the podcast space, but it was so much fun to have her reflect that also, that she's fully aware of what's coming out of her mouth, that it's meant for her just as much as it's meant for the person she's talking to. And I think that's a good reminder for all of us right now. If you are telling your children something all the time, hold the mirror up and look at yourself for just a moment and see, is there a match? 
Is that something perhaps you could also be doing for yourself? And if you have clients and you're telling your clients what to do, do you need to look at yourself in the mirror to see if you have to do that too? Our partners, (laughs) we project so much of our junk at our partners. (laughs) So perhaps (laughs) there might be something in there for us also. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. You know. (laughs) You already know. (laughs) Ah, Isn't it amazing, this life? I mean, when we can see ourselves in all of the crazy that we create and all of the drama that we bring forward for ourselves, it's all just for contrast. I think sometimes we get really bored if it was just perfection. Maybe not, maybe, but... I mean, I'm willing to try perfection for a while to see, (laughs) which is why I'm taking all these supplements and drops and doing all these things that are so healthy for myself, except for last night. (laughs) It's so that I feel better and better. And then I can, I can experience life from this place of like unlimited energy. I can sense what that must be like, but I've never actually had that in my human experience. I've had really strong, vibrantly healthy times in my life where I feel like my muscles are streamlined and powerful and my schedule is in flow and my mind is good. But I don't know that I've ever had my systems, my digestive system, my breathing system, my nervous system, all my systems absolutely harmonically aligned with the full awareness of my chakras and my third eye and my knowing and my mind as a resource to support all of these things happening, I've never actually had it all maximizedly perfect. (laughs) Is that the right word? Maximizedly perfect. That's a whole new description. I've never had it at the best, best, best. So... I mean, that's my intention. I'm going to see what that feels like. And I have a feeling I'm going to really like it. (laughs) And once I reach that place with unlimited energy, oh my God. I mean, what am I going to do all day? What's my time going to look and feel like? And it's just, it's so exciting. It's so exciting. So last night was just an awareness for me that, you know, perhaps perhaps there are some things I can have more in moderation, (laughs) still have them, but I don't have to be excessive about it. We'll see. That's going to be one of my focuses as we move into a holiday weekend. (laughs) It's usually all about food, (laughs) food and excess. (laughs) My soul keeps testing me. (laughs) Okay. And then I had this little story I wanted to share. Because in the moment as it was happening, it just felt so, so, um, oh gosh, what's the word? I think last week I used the word metaphor, but that's not quite allegory. Parable. It feels like a parable. So I'm going to share this little story and we'll see if it translates well. But in the moment it was happening, I was like, oh my God, this is incredible. I need to tell everyone about this. (laughs) Okay. So years ago when I was in college, I mean, we're talking years ago. I took a philosophy class, and in this class, this was at an arts, a liberal arts college that loved philosophy, and I had these amazing professors who really wanted me to think, 
think openly about life. They were so far ahead of me. Now I think I'd have a great experience with them. But back then, I was just like, I don't know. I don't get what you're saying. I do not understand. So we had the philosophical questions about, is there a God? And what does God look like? What does that even mean? And who created God? You know, all of these amazing questions. But there was one that they talked about that really stuck with me. And I've seen this in quotes and things over time. And you've probably heard this many times before. So maybe this is not new to you. But they said in these classes, we were talking about, if a tree falls in the forest, does it make a sound? I happen to love trees. As you know, I happen to love being in forests. I get very sad when trees fall. So I have all these emotions now about that question. Back then I was like, I don't know. I didn't hear it. So it must not have made a sound. (laughs) God, that was so egoic, wasn't it? (laughs) If I don't hear the tree, it doesn't exist. It certainly doesn't make a noise. (laughs) Oh, I've come so far. (laughs) I'm so proud of myself when I have that awareness of how far I've come. So today, this morning, here's my example, my parable. It isn't about a tree. It's about a mouse. But the parable is so clear. All right. We live in a house that has lots of trees around it. And when the temperatures start to drop like they did last night, sometimes those sweet little mice that I prefer outside actually want to come inside because it's a little warmer in here and... Maybe it's not so dark and scary, or I don't know. They just seem to like coming into the house. And this is usually around the time of year that they decide they want to do it, one of the times of year. I'm not aware if the mice are thinking about the mice until our cat Katniss catches one. When she catches one, I become very aware of the mice. Or if they start running around for some reason where I see them, which is very, very rare, because I think they know I do not like them in my house. So... I'm usually not, they're not on my radar. I don't think about the mice until they present themselves to me. Last night, I'm having my sweet little dinner with my friends, celebrating, go to bed, trying to rest, having my crazy dreams, wake up this morning sluggish, not really thinking about mice at all, not on my radar. Do my run, come down to my office to get ready to start the recording, all excited because I have a feeling I know what I'm going to be talking about, and dead mouse right in the middle of my carpet. Katniss sitting there looking at me like, aren't you so proud? (laughs) What are you going to do to congratulate me? I killed it for you. It came in the house. (laughs) Oh, like, oh, so what do you do, right? No one's here. So I get my bag, wrap up the poor little mouse, clean up the carpet, congratulate Katniss, try to keep Star away so he doesn't try to eat the mouse, which would be even more disgusting. And then I come sit down and I'm getting ready to meditate and start my podcast. And I become aware of all that is happening relating to this mouse. So here's what's happening. Katniss is sitting in the middle of the carpet over to the left of me. Not now, but this was earlier. And she's proud as can be. (laughs) She's contributing to the family. She's so proud of herself. She's the queen of this office area. (laughs) So I can just feel her joy. She's been congratulated. She feels loved. She's doing her job. Star is losing it. Star is totally sniffing everywhere. The perimeter of the entire floor 
sniffing, sniffing, sniffing loudly, trying to figure out where was the mouse? How long was the mouse here? How did he not know the mouse was here? When did Katniss catch the mouse? Why is the mouse gone? The mouse was on the floor. The mouse is no longer there. What happened? <laughs> sniffing, 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 sniffing. <laughs> and I'm sitting here trying to meditate, thinking about, thinking about what I already know and what you already know. And here's this dog sniffing everywhere. <laughs> and I had this moment where it all just became this perfect example of the tree falling in the forest. So I'll translate for you. Did the mouse, was the mouse a real mouse? Did the mouse, I'm not saying it the right way. <laughs> Let me start over. I'm not very good with parables. <laughs> How do I explain this? Was there a mouse in the house? This is what we're going to say. Which, by the way, House and the Mouse is a fantastic children's book that I read over and over to my children when I had mice in my, mice in my old house. Oh, that's so funny. Okay, was there a mouse in the house? This is like, did the tree make a sound when it fell in the forest? Was there a mouse in the house last night? I was completely unaware of the mouse until I saw it this morning dead. Cadness was the only one who absolutely knew, besides the mouse, that there was a mouse in the house. She's the one who took care of business for us. For us. My husband still doesn't know there was a mouse in the house because he went to the gym. He has no idea. I haven't texted him yet. He doesn't know there was a mouse in the house. My children, same thing. No idea. Star. Star is very confused. <laughs> he knows. There was a mouse in the house, but is the mouse in the house still here? He thinks it is. Is there another mouse in the house? I don't know. Does Katniss know? Star might know. <laughs> We're all having our own experiences. And the mouse has probably already left the body it was in and jumped right into another body because it was such a fun adventure, right? Here it was, chased around by a cat. All of a sudden, life's over. Where does it go? Right into the belly of a little mama who's about to have more baby mice so it can come out, do it again. Because there's always lots of mice, mice, mouse, mice everywhere. <laughs> There's probably one in the woods right now that's pregnant waiting for the little soul to come into the body so that it can start running around the house and have some fun or play in the woods. Everyone is having their own experience. And this was a big part of our conversation last night about life, about being at this crossroads of 50, year, 50 years of living and maybe 50 years to go. Everyone is here for their own experience. And we already know what serves our experience the best. We already know what it is that we most want to be focusing on or contributing or doing with our time. We already know. And yet, in this co-creative experience, we all sort of bump into each other or have experiences together. Katniss and the mouse meet. I meet the mouse <laughs> after the mouse is gone star maybe he's getting ready to meet the next mouse maybe there's more like it's all this co-creation and everyone is in their flow in their current in their experience in their reality and so we're not always aware of everybody else's reality but that reality is real for the one who's experiencing it. That mouse existed. It was in the house. It's no longer in the house, but it was in the house. 
And maybe in another form of another mouse, it's going to come right back in the house. I hope not because Katniss will probably find it again. (laughs) Katniss had a real experience with that mouse. Co-creative, she was, she was, you know, I mean, that's what she does. Everybody else, they didn't have an experience with a house, but that, with a mouse, but that doesn't mean that that wasn't real for that mouse. Is any of this translating? (laughs) I feel like I'm getting lost in the soup of the cauldron that we're stirring (laughs) as I'm trying to explain it to you. (laughs) Everyone's reality is their reality. Each one of us came here to this human dimension for our own experience. And so we already know. We already know. And it's right and perfect for us what we choose to experience. And sometimes we're going to bump into other people's experiences that they came here to have that they already know. And there might be some conflicts. And there might be some places where we synchronize and it's this big party and we overindulge. (laughs) And we might have some bumps that create some accidents that aren't so great. But that doesn't take away from anyone's reality being their reality. Does a tree make a sound when it falls in the forest? Absolutely. And all the other trees bow when that tree falls. And they honor the tree for that experience. And all of that tree goes into the ground and regenerates as new energy and new trees are born. It's It's just this beautiful flow and cycle of life force, of energy and creation and death and destruction and more creation. And it's the same for this little mouse that wanted to come and teach all of us a lesson. This is the most famous mouse in my house (laughs) because I'm sharing. It's, I don't know if mice are boy or girl, but it's, it's story. I'm sharing this mouse's story with you and honoring the lesson that that mouse brought for all of us. So yeah, the mouse was in the house and how grateful are we for what it shows us. So trust your experience, trust your reality, and also know, you know what can make your reality that much more enhanced, fulfilling, peaceful, loving, joyous, adventurous, exciting, whatever words feel true to you. You already know what you can do that's going to help your um, experience become more of what it is that you desire. You already know. And maybe as you do the things that you know to (coughs) to do as I cough, (coughs) like use my voice more perhaps, (laughs) as you do those things that you know you need to do, you might bump into some other people and their realities and your realities might co-create for a while. Okay, trust. Trust that there's a purpose for that. Trust that you already know there's a reason you're supposed to be in that cauldron of soup with them. And then we see where we go from here. Virgo, the shift to Virgo has been quite bumpy, (laughs) quite pot stirring. (laughs) And then the Pisces added in there. I mean, 
I'm so proud of all of us as a humanity. I mean, we are doing some work. We are doing some work, and I'm so proud of us. So keep on, keep on, and you already know. You already know, so I believe in you. I believe in us, and let's see. Let's see what the next week is going to bring. I am sending you off here in the U.S. into a really sweet Labor Day weekend, which for us usually symbolizes the end of the summer and the settling into the school flow and the cooler weather's coming and hopefully no more mice (laughs) in my house. Uh, Have such a beautiful weekend, everyone. I hope you had some laughter as you listen to my confessions. And um, yeah, I'm just sending you lots of love. Lots of love and big exhales. Thank you for tuning in to this vibration of pure love. I invite you to join me on Sunday mornings for an hour of meditation, visualization, and energy healing, where we realign our mind-body-spirit with Gaia and Source. You can learn more at mysouljourney.com. Let's take this message of Gaia's love out into all of our relationships and communities today. So much love from my heart to yours.